0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our first mini-sode of The Scenes. This is a short podcast focusing on my favorite scenes in movies. I wanted to start this off with a rather famous one. Today I'll be featuring Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. You can follow along. Our scene begins at 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 35 seconds. The Joker Takes Control We begin right after the triumph of Batman stopping the Joker and Commissioner Gordon rising from the grave, albeit a fake one, to apprehend the Joker and save Harvey Dent. Gordon is called back into the precinct to meet a wall of stumped and angry cops. He heads into the interrogation room and finds the Joker, sitting by himself in the darkness. One small lamp illuminating his makeup-covered face. Only one overhead fluorescent lighting Jim Gordon as he walks into the room. Gordon sits down and tells us why the moment of triumph was ruined. Harvey Dent didn't make it home last night. The Joker taunts Gordon. Who did you leave him with? Your people? Heath Ledger's face almost floats in the darkness as he taunts Gordon about how corrupt his department is. The second the Joker confirms he has some knowledge about Dent, Gordon releases him out of his handcuffs and leaves the interrogation room. The moment the door is shut, The Joker shows he is ready for what's coming. He darts his eyes to the side to catch a possible glimpse of what could be behind him. He dares not turn his head. He can't let Batman know that he knows he is already there. With a click, the lights turn on, and Batman drives the Joker's head into the table forcefully. No yelp, no cry of pain, but more importantly, not one iota of fear. Only a critique from the Joker. Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. Batman begins his interrogation. He still thinks he is in control at this point. The Joker ducks his questions about Dent to talk about Batman instead. More critiques and then praise, oddly enough. The Joker, for his madness, knows that Batman is the yin to his yang, his other half. He scolds Batman when he parrots police talking points right back at him. You're trash. Joker quickly reminds Batman that he isn't a cop. He is an outsider, an other, a freak. Bruce Wayne is incredibly smart, but it's a truth he can't quite accept yet. As he senses himself losing control of the interrogation, he chooses to physically wrestle it back from the Joker. The second the Joker is lifted off the ground, he knows he's in charge. He has Batman right where he wants him, mocking the caped crusader's rules until he drops a bombshell on him. He took someone else. The police outside look to Gordon for reassurance. His tone implies that Gordon is also trying to convince himself that Batman is still in control of the situation. The Joker doesn't laugh until he reveals it's Rachel that is in danger. Batman violently throws the Joker on the table and barricades the door. The Joker cackling the entire way. He has won and he's rubbing it in now playing the world's greatest detective like a fiddle. The score begins at this moment. Zimmer's score cutting like a knife into the scene. You have nothing to threaten me with, the Joker taunts. All of Batman's power, negated. He is out of control, powerless, impotent. The piercing music only grows more intense. He makes Batman choose which victim to save when the Joker knows damn well which one he will ultimately select. I will never forget watching this sequence play out on opening night. A midnight screening of the hottest movie of the year. An incredibly raucous crowd for a blockbuster. Cheers initially rang out as Batman drove the Joker's head into the table. It wasn't long till the crowd was silent, hanging off the Joker's every word, just like Batman is. We have seen Batman lay waste to crime easily vanquish the problems presented to him in this film and the previous installment, Batman Begins. We know how amazing he is, but none of that matters to the Joker. Batman underestimated him, and because of it, he will lose. He will be tricked. He will lose his only love. He will witness Gotham's only hope become a monster. The Joker will walk out with Lau and will ride down the streets of Gotham with the glee of a madman. While the Batman stands over smoldering rubble, Batman loses. Bruce feels a pain he hasn't felt since his parents died. This scene changes the entire power dynamic of the film. Batman is no longer in charge. He will have to be better or become something worse to stop the Joker. And after this scene, the audience isn't sure anymore about which one of those options it will be. So why did I pick this scene? Two reasons. Uh, The first one being, everyone always picks the pencil scene. And don't get me wrong, it's fantastic. It introduces us to the Joker, and it's a great way to do it. But I've always loved this scene, because it's where our hero and our bad guy meet up for the first time, face to face. They're sitting there, and they're talking, and Batman brings out his bag of tricks, and it does him no good. And it really sets a tone for the rest of the film to put Batman in danger, To give your bad guy the upper hand, uh, something most superhero films almost desperately avoid trying to give the bad guy the upper hand. It's as though they never really want to make their heroes look weak. And Nolan takes that chance in this film, and it pays off beautifully as the finale draws to a close. I love almost every frame of The Dark Knight, and this scene really exemplifies everything that I truly love about it and the brand of filmmaking that Nolan brought to the superhero genre. Well, guys, uh, I want to thank you for listening to our first mini-sode. Um, I love The Dark Knight, and I love this scene, and I was glad I was able to talk about it with you. Um, These are really quick, quick podcasts, uh, you know, five, six minutes. uh, Maybe a little bit longer to the scene I want to talk a bit more about, but I think I covered this one pretty well. Um, I'll be doing these um, maybe every other week, maybe every week. Depends on when a scene sort of gives me something I want to talk about. Don't forget, guys, uh, you can email us at grittyrebootcast at gmail.com or follow us at Gritty Reboot at Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Hit us up, uh, send us a message, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We always appreciate you listening. I'll see you later, guys.